Lord help. <laughs> but it's interesting, the Lord started speaking to me about compassion um, months ago. Um, and it started with this um, passage in, uh, in Luke, where um, in Luke 10, uh, verse 25 through to 37, um, I'll start in the beginning, Luke, uh, Jesus was having a conversation with a lawyer, and the lawyer was asking him, um, what, how, does we re, how do we get to eternal life? And during this conversation, um, Jesus replied to him, um, how does a lawyer interpret it? And the lawyer then replied to him by saying, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus answered, that is correct. But the lawyer, to justify himself, asked, who is your neighbor? So who is your neighbor then? Who is my neighbor? And that is what kind of struck me as, actually, who is my neighbor? Not the person who lives next door to me, necessarily. It's more a case of who the Lord has placed on my heart at that time. Um, <clears throat> so the parable of the Good Samaritan, what follows, Jesus answers him by the parable of the Good Samaritan. And I'm going to just read this section for you, um, if you can put up 30. Uh, I'm reading from the NLT, so it may be a little different there. Um, Jesus replied with the story, a Jewish man was traveling from a Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along. But when he saw the man living there, he crossed to the, uh, lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over, looked at him lying there, but he also passed him by. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine, bandaged them, then put, him on the man, put the man on his own donkey and took him to the inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I will pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor of the man who was attacked by mandates, Jesus asked. The, the man replied, the one who showed mercy. Then Jesus said, yes, now go and do the same. <clears throat> so the Lord spoke through this. And when I asked who is my neighbor, he really spoke through to me and he like was not necessarily the people that you think need help, but the person that the Lord places on your heart to have compassion on. Um, 
It can be, uh, yeah, it's often, often we feel that we need to as, um, as believers in Christ to help everybody. But I was asking, okay, how can I help everybody? I'm only one person. So I figured out that the Lord has to speak to me and say, I need to speak to Tom about something or to Mark about something specifically because he's showing his compassion through me and he wants to speak to somebody in specific by using me. So during this, this work through of trying to figure out what is compassion and like, um, I had a look in the dictionary, the English dictionary, for the meaning of compassion. Um, and according to the dictionary, it says, sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortune of others, which is a worldly perspective of compassion. Um, so I had to put that into like a context. So if if by definition that is worldly compassion. Um, I just came up with a simple idea in my head that, so worldly compassion would be a case, say now I was standing in spa and somebody was standing in front of me and they had too little money for their bill. So they're 10 rand short. Um, so I feel sorry for them, standing behind them, but I don't, I'm not willing to actually give them anything for that. So basically I'm thinking, yeah, oh, I really feel sorry for this guy, but I'm not prepared to help. I'm not prepared to sacrifice something on my own to help them. Um, and then I was, as I was praying and thinking about it, the better understanding of compassion would be suffering together with. So standing in the same queue, and there's somebody in front of you that needs that 10 rand for their bill. Yet you take something out of your own basket, put it aside so that you can give them the 10 rand to help them. So you, you would actually, it costs you something of yourself. And it costs you something that would be unusual that you would do. So you would actually take something from yourself and it costs you maybe a little bit of suffering, maybe a little bit of sacrifice to help somebody else. Um, John, then I was looking at the scriptures and I was thinking, what is the first time that the Lord actually um, the Lord declared something of himself uh, in Exodus 34, verse 6. And the Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. So I was looking at when Jesus was moved to compassion in the Word, like in the Bible, where he was um, yeah, he actually reached out in compassion to people. 
um, people that are in the, in the, so in Matthew 20, verse 29 to 34, it was when Jesus was, um, he was on his ministry, and there were two guys that called out for healing of their eyes. They were blind. So I'm going to read this piece. Um, Matthew 20, verse 29. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. But they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do, he asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. So these two guys had such great faith that even though the crowd was rebuking them, the crowd was saying to them, keep quiet, um, Jesus took the time to stop. He heard their cries. He stopped. And he went to them, well, he called them over, and in that time he said, sure, I'm prepared to help you. So I've stopped what I was doing. All of these crowds, I'm going to ignore them. And actually reach out to these people that are blind and heal them. So their faith that Jesus had that kind of um, mercy and his um, compassion on them brought them to that place where they could just don't care. We know that this is our Savior and he can help us. <clears throat> so yeah, in the next passage that came and kind of came up, Matthew again, um, Matthew 15, 29 to 32. Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. When he went up on a mountainside and sat down, great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The people were amazed. When they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want them I do not want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way. So Jesus, after healing all of those people um, and working basically three days, him himself not eating anything, him himself not, um, he, had, he, saw, he put others above himself. So through his suffering, even though he was struggling, he felt that he needed to feed all of these people still. Um, and it just really struck me as, um, yeah, the Lord is so faithful with, his, with, with us. He looks after us. He has compassion for us. Um, so while I was praying, I, I, 
we, we serve a living God and we live with Him. And if we walk closely with Him, He can use us and speak through us. And the Lord reminded me of something that happened um, to myself where I was driven to show His compassion for somebody. Because, yeah, the, I don't know what it meant to that person. But I can just so remember in myself, and that's why he he reminds me of it. Um, So we were kind of in a, uh, during lockdown, we were in a forced kind of situation where we had to spend time with people because we were, we were um, kind of in lockdown together. We couldn't uh, go see anybody else. We were, um, so during this time we were stayed in a house with um, four people and during that time we spent time every day together. And in that time we had basically community, community, like we have community groups on a Wednesday, we had community every day for like a week because we couldn't do anything else, which was awesome actually because we got to know people better. But during this time, uh, all of a sudden I started um, crying uncontrollably. So I was like so moved in, in myself, so moved in my spirit that I just couldn't help it. I just cried and I cried. And, and just placed, the Lord placed something on my heart to go and do something. And I went up to that person that was with us and I just felt, so I knelt down in front of them and I just said, these tears that are coming down my eyes are the Lord's tears for you. And in that time, I just felt that, oh, thank you, Lord, for using me in this situation. What it meant, I don't know. But the Lord used me in showing his compassion for somebody. And the person also remembers just that moment. What it was about, it doesn't matter. But the Lord's compassion was used through me to somebody. And the only way you can really experience that is by having a relationship with the Lord. So this passage came up to me after um, he reminded me of this. Uh, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 3 to 7. Praise be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the suffering of Christ, so also our comfort sound abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance 
of the same suffering we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our suffering, we also share in our comfort. Sure, so it really touched me, this scripture, after that. It was just like you know, the, the, the word confirmed what I felt. And yeah, for me, it was just awesome for the Lord to highlight this scripture to me. Um, but of course, the ultimate move of compassion that the Lord showed us was when he died on, for our sins. He died for our sins on the cross. And that agonizing time, that death of him, that would just, um, yeah, that basically defines what we believe. That the Lord died for us and he rose again from the dead. For us, each one of us that are here. And in the scripture in Peter, one Peter came up and it was, Thank you. <laughs> and it just reminded me that if we are followers of Jesus, then we should actually try and live our best we can for his glory. And we should have compassion for people. Um, so to, I'm just going to... To this week we're called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threat. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we may die, so we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd, the overseer of your souls. But the truth is the real truth inside if you ask yourself the question, how can you have true compassion for, for people as Jesus does, is to know him. You have to know who Jesus is. And you have to rely on the Holy Spirit, your best friend, to be able to really do what he wants you to do. And that's to feel that compassion for somebody, to know that this person needs a word or needs, um, yeah, just really needs something for you to say at that time. So by being follow, followers of the Holy Spirit, by listening to his voice, you could. Um, but of course, you can't have that either if you don't know Jesus. And the Lord is like, he's looking out for you. He's trying to bring you closer constantly. Um, and he longs to be with us, the Holy Spirit. And so often we're busy. We're too busy to listen. We're too busy to do stuff as Christians or as, you know, we're just busy with the world. 
And the scripture in Isaiah came up again, this 30 verse 18. And it's so that the Lord is waiting for us. And yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore he will rise up and show you compassion. For the Lord is the God of justice. Blessed all who wait for him. And it's just, oh, the Lord keeps reaching out to us. And, and if it's not that we should feel, we, we're human. We, we struggle with so much stuff and we're trying to deal with things constantly. But if we search for the Lord first, he will place on our hearts what we should be doing. And he will really walk that path with us. In the scripture written by David in Psalm 103 um, reminded me of, of that. Um, verse 12, 13, and 14. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as the Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. And it's just so impactful that we are actually just, we just here and we are to serve him. And yeah, we, as followers of him, we need to just listen to his voice and go with what he wants to do. Um, but as my experience with working with people or working um, in, 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 you know, just with people of, of the world, people that don't know Christ. There's so many things within them and within us as humans that try and stop the Lord from doing the work um, by, by showing that compassion. So, you know, my... my prayer really is that those that don't know him, those that don't know who Jesus is and who um, how to receive that compassion from him and being able to deliver it in obedience to anybody that you know that you know that the Lord has placed this person on your heart to work with him or pray with him or um, really just walk a path with him but we have to have that patience that the Lord has. Yeah. And we've got to be able to hear his voice and know which direction we go, which oh, isn't easy. <laughs> no, we, we can't do it because we so get distracted. We get distracted. And that's where we need to rely on what the Lord wants us to do. So, yeah, the main, what I really feel in my heart is that it's so important for us to have that relationship with Jesus. Have the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because of his compassion, he wants us to. So yeah, I think um,
Yeah, so um, I'm just reading that if you are sitting out today, and I trust the Holy Spirit has worked and spoken through me and really placed something on the hearts of people that are here that, that don't know him or do, do know him but can't really hear his voice clearly. Um, yeah, I trust the Lord speaking through me and I want to thank him for that. Yeah, I'm going to hand over back to Yaku. Listening. <laughs> and, yeah, it was. Thank you, Buddha. Great, man. Thank you for your bereitheit. And thank you that you yourself not open your mouth. It's not so that you can hear. So om het net saam te vat wat Kenny eindelijk sê, en ek kan uit so'n bykie vroeger hierdie week ook bykie gepraat daar en so om het net saam by die Heere gehoor oor dit. Ek dink ons moet het net weer vir mekaar sê, die Heere is die bron van compassion. Nee, so hierdie is nie een ding wat die ou uit jou ei uit kan probeer nie. Want jou taierkies gaan afval. Jy gaan moeg raak, jy gaan uit petrel uit hartlip. En dees daar in die loudsharing gebeur het gauw. Jy gaan uit, jy, jy gaan jy gaan opraak, so ek, ek, en ek denk dit kon ons so hoor by hom, en, en, en oor hierdie manse leven ook is, trek by die Heere in, hoe meer ons tyd by hom spandeer, hoe meer gaan hy vir ons lei in compassion, en, 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 sommer net ken jy ook wat op jy gesê het, wat ek net sommer so net weer hoor, um, en ons gaan nou nou kans gee om te reageer, is, um, mens kan oorweldig raak, as jy tien gevallen voor jou het, en hier behoefte, en hier behoefte, en hier behoefte, maar weet jy wat die Heere wil, as jy sy stem hoor, en jy spandeer tyd by hom, gaan hy vir jou sê, Jakko, eerst nou hierso, wacht nou eerst met daai, ek sal iemand anders soon toestuur, en of het jou iemand is wat by jou werk, of jou kind, of jou ouders, of wat ook al, ja, so ek denk die, ek denk die, die ding is om by die Heere te hoor waar hy jou wil op hy oomlik gebruik. Waar wil hy hee, moet jy, is jou compassion nie waar, waar ons sy compassion net moet deflecteer. So ek wil ons die kans gee, want ek voel ons moet, ons moet die geleentheid kry om te reageer op dit. So, net daar waar jylle sit, ek is die eerste een wat staan nie so, en ek weet Kenny sal saam met my staan, as jy voel as jy voel, jo, jyre, hier is iets wat ek nodig het in my leven, dan wil ek hee, moet ons saam geloof vat daarvoor, om daar waar jy sit, net op te staan, en dan bid ek net saam met ons, maar moet nie opstaan, as jy nie wil opstaan nie. <laughs> ek voel, hier is die ding wat ons rechtig, dis, dis iets wat jy voor die jyre gaan sê, vergeet vir Jakko, dis, dis in jou en die jyre, maar dis net een gebaar wat jy gaan wees, jyre, ek het nodig om meer compassion te hee, jyre, ek het nodig om meer hee te hee, so maak jylle oor toe, Ja, so ek wil jylle uitnooi, die wat voel, joh, ek het die Heerese compassion nodig, miskien het ek een verkeerde perceptie van compassion, dan wil ek jy uitnooi om te staan, saam met my. Soos Kenny ook gesê het, of soos die Heere ook dier Kenny gesê het, baie keer kom het met die prijs wat ons moet betaal, is nie altyd greit en lekker nie, is partij keer met jou tyd opoffer of jou, 
finansies, of wat ook al die Heere op jou, of wat ook al die situasie is. Ja Heere, ons kom vir ochend, en ons kom sê vir u dankie vir wat ons vir ochend kon hoor. Ons het geloof vir ochend Heere, om te gloe dat dit is wat u wil gehad het, ons moes vir ochend hoor. Ja God, you wanted us to hear this this morning. Dankie dat ons kan weet, het kom van jou hart af. Dankie dat ons kan weet, Heere, jy weet die beste. Ja, Vader, so ons kom vir ochend, en elkeen wat hier so staan, kom, kom eindelijk vir ochend met de openlikheid, en ons kom sê, Heere, ons het nodig om hierdie deel van jou hart beter te hoor, beter te ervaar, dat het ons meer in ons levens deerspoel, dat het kan een verskil maak in ander daar buiten, kracht uit die Heere, maar nie ons in jou en ons Heere. Heilige Gees, ons pleit dat die ons sal lei, ons pleit dat die ons sal lei in dit. Ja, Vader, ons bid het alles in Jesus' naam, die naam bo alle name. Dankie, Jesus, vir die voorbeeld wat, wat jy vir ons kom stel het. Die ultimate voorbeeld, dankie dat ons so kon lees vir oogend oor compassion, compassion, verskillende skrifte in die woord, net die compassion, Heere, die compassion, Jesus. Ek bid dat jy ons daarmee sal stort, dat ons van hierdie oomlik af nie meer die selle sal wees nie, maar compassion sal ervaar soos jy dit bedoel. Letitia,